0: Hey there, demons. It's me, your boy. First things first, guys. I just gotta say, fuck normies. Uh, I'm sick of their memes. I'm sick of their shitty normie fucking memes. Posting on Facebook, their stupid catch me on side memes, their pickle rick memes. Man, fuck normie! When I died there, me inside I wow. a Gucci cuff and they kiss all day in the rain no stuff. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It was was analysis. Gucci,
1: cough,
0: Welcome back.
1: <laughs> Shaggy, Shaggy's got some... On Shaggy's got breaking news, yeah, ladies
0: and check gentlemen. this out, bitches. Welcome it's to Conspiracy Nows. Shag Nasty. Shag Nasty. Shag I'm, and I'm, I'm Nick. Shaggy McConaughey. Nick all the right, asshole. All right, all right. And that's Nick. Yeah, I'm Nick. And we've been drinking a lot. I've now moved on to coffee because at some point tonight I do have to go home. I'm still I drinking. I'm not going to get a fat-ass ticket I'm, from... <laughs> street, <bro>. I'm... I'm
1: <laughs> I'm still drinking because I He's am home. Right
0: He's home, so he can just right. stagger off to bed. I want to start this. We're going to actually talk about you. You got this one. You're going to be talking Yes, about I have the, a, a, I an actual. to talk about this in the last one. That I didn't get to, but this fucking pisses me off. Now, by the time of this posting, this may be all over and done with, but I'm still going to highlight it. I post a lot on Instagram. Anybody that follows us probably knows that. Shaggy from Paraholics, check me out. Um, I post a lot of crazy shit. And one of the things I like to post a lot on is coffee-related stuff, because I'm a big pothead. <laughs> so I got a lot of shut up. copy and paste hashtags. I go to my notepad, copy, paste, boom, shakalaka. It's easy, <sighs> simple, I like that. <sighs> one of my hashtags is Shag Latte. So I wanted to click on that so I could just go to all of my coffee related hash, uh, uh, postings and this is what I was greeted with recent posts from all hashtags are temporarily hidden to help prevent the spread of possible false information and harmful content related to the election and the keyword word there is all posts recent posts from all hashtags so bitches you're part of this too if you post on Instagram and you post a regular set of hashtags all of your recent shit isn't even locatable by your followers. Go check it out for yourself, bitches, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It pisses me the fuck off cuz it's like, dude, what's the point? Y- y- hashtags are so people can find your shit. When people, right. yeah, when when I post something recent and and I put those hashtags, people click on the hashtag, it's not going to take them to the recent shit. Because, you know, we don't want to spread harmful content related to the selection. Selections. As if to say the hashtag Shag Latte is going to have any fucking thing to do with the goddamn presidential selections. It pissed me off, dude. I was like, what the fuck? So I posted. A lot of people were feeling the same way because if you don't click on your own hashtags, you don't even know. Uh,
1: I don't even use hashtags, so. What the fuck? fuck
0: How do you navigate Instagram? I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna start using the hashtag. Hashtag no hashtags. Hashtag no
0: hashtags. Oh, uh, you know what? We need to get a TikTok and start that shit.
1: I'm sorry. Look, I'm not a fan of having my of having my information <laughs> it, sold to the Chinese that's government. That's conspiracy bullshit. Hello, That is our
0: <laughs> literally our podcast. Well, here's the thing, and again, shout out to the ectoplasm show because Jason talked about this on their last episode. How, or on an episode. Of oh, you episode. got a text message. Oh, I got a text message. It's from Post. She's not happy, I'm sure. So anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> that's seriously, that's what the fuck are you? you out there playing with your friends. Here's the thing.
1: We're recording.
0: I'm working, s- man. You said
1: I could play with my friends tonight.
0: God. So you're such a square. <laughs> Jason's a lot like me when it comes to all the the social media crap. He's not really big into it. I'm big into Instagram and that's pretty much it. Fuck yeah, Facebook. Too. YouTube is only a means to an end to post our paranormal videos. I really can't stand them either because fuck, they're so, look, I'm moderate. I'm in the middle. I don't give a shit about your political <laughs> crap. But yeah. a lot of these social networking platforms are so liberal it pisses me off. Fuck them. But here's the thing. Uh, you say fuck Facebook.
1: You do big know. Time. Instagram is owned by Facebook.
0: Yes, I know. It pisses me off. But Jason said he had a friend of his who's been on TikTok for a while and kept telling him, get a TikTok, get a TikTok. Finally, he downloads it. He posts a couple videos. In two weeks, he said they had over 11,000 followers. Their videos had been seen over 100,000 times. All the kids are on fucking TikTok. Instagram is for fucking old people now. They, it's, it's uh, done, dude. It's I don't know none. if
1: you've looked in the fucking mirror in the last 20 hours. Uh
0: huh. We're fucking old, no Shaggy. Shit.
1: That's the point. I'm not trying to that
0: is the peddle point. kids if to you our want fucking your stuff to be seen and gotten out there. Well, you get a TikTok and do all that shit. I'm not doing it. Well, I'm not doing it for our podcast because nobody's messages this shit. I'm doing it for our paranormal stuff.
1: <laughs> I can reach across this table and choke you. This is the man, ladies and gentlemen. This is the man he that just was, called me the man. Shut everybody. the fuck Thank up! You. I accept this,
0: this is the man that had the audacity. That
1: had the audacity to get interviewed on another podcast, and he didn't even plug. Sex and horror. He didn't even shout plug, out to the
0: sex and horror. Shut. Ladies your fucking, fucking
1: awesome. mouth and didn't even plug didn't even plug this podcast I
0: think I all did. he did was plug his stupid I, paranormal team I, and I, his stupid but ghost to out be of fair group. i was do, on do, that do, podcast to talk about paranormal
1: shit. Uh, yeah and what do you talk about on this podcast
0: conspiracies
1: and what involves with conspiracies as well
0: a lot of conspiracy related stuff
1: and usually there's a conspiracy somewhere in the paranormal field
0: not really really <laughs> you're telling me
1: that zach baggins is like legit... dildo
0: baggins zach dildo baggins is a legit ghost hunter totally bro he's worked years to build up his reputation at least it says so in the intro to the show <laughs>
1: grab your little fucking piece of shit ice chest and get the fuck out of my house. So what are we talking about today? We're talking St. Nicholas. We're talking about some fucked up shit. That's what we're talking about. Well you take a couple sips because I gotta pee again. (laughs) Shaggy's tiny bladder.
0: It it feels that way. I drank a lot and then all of a sudden it just like
1: Okay, I gotta look up one more thing to do this. We're talking about some gory shit. Gory shit. People die, and it's it's fucked up. Let's see. Yeah, look up. Okay, I'm getting there guys, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not talking, I'm just, uh, doing stuff. Oops, that's not what I wanted. Uh, I, This shitting already left me in a bad spot here. Ugh. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, so looking at some stuff. Oh, here we go. I got it all right here. Oh yeah, there it all is right now. Awesome. Wait, what? Did I say April seventeenth, twenty twenty? No, it said April seventeenth, two thousand two. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, so today we're talking about the Dolphin Bell incident. It happened in 19. Nope, that's not it. It happened in 1983 at 4 in the morning. Mm-mm-mm. We're just waiting on show. You. That's all we're doing. He went to a pee for like the 40th time tonight. But we're waiting. We're waiting patiently. When he gets back, we we will we will talk about this incident. This horrible, horrific incident. But it was fucked up. Oh, here he comes. I can hear him walking Did he fall asleep in. Here? <laughs> what year is it? Okay, cool. So I had a website. So, uh, I had a website set up that I was going to read off of. Yes, but go. I found a better one. What? Today we are talking about the Dolphin Bell incident, which, by the way, I have never heard of. It took place in November fifth, nineteen eighty-three. Wow. At four in I the was morning, like
0: twelve or thirteen. You
1: ready to hear some fucked up shit? Mm. Okay, so God. I'm just going to read straight off the Wikipedia here, okay? okay? On Saturday 5th, November 1983, at 4 a.m., while drilling in the Frigg gas field in the Norwegian sector of the North Sea, four divers were in a diving chamber system on the rig's deck that was connected by a trunk, A short, in parentheses, it's a short passageway, to a diving bell. <clears throat> the divers were Edward Arthur Coward. He was British, <laughs> 35 years old. That's Roy P. Lucas, British, 38 years old. Okay. Oh, God, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. <laughs> Bjorn Javer Biegerson. <laughs>
0: Biegerson.
1: <laughs> he was Norwegian, and he was 29. And Trollis Hellevik, he was also Norwegian, 34. Mm-hmm. They were assisted by two diver tenders William Brown Cramond and Martin Andrew Sanders. I, I got through that. Wow. Uh, Hellevec was about to close the door between chamber system and the trunk when the chamber explosively decompressed Ooh. from a pressure of 9 atmospheres <clears throat> to 1. That does not okay, sound good. So I'm going to stop there. If you want to see what it's like...
0: I probably don't. Not,
1: not physically yourself. Yes. But if you want to see what it's like to go from 9 atmospheres to one, if you catch a fly, you know those little plastic uh, syringes that you get for like your kids when they're gonna give them medicine, right? If you catch a fly in a syringe, mm-hmm. push the plunger all the way down to where the fly has a little bit of room. Mm-hmm. Take a piece of chewed up gum, put okay. it on the end of the, the where the little nozzle's at, yeah, and pull the plunger. Out yeah. to the point to where it's going to create this suction in that tube. Okay. And if you pull the plunger out, the fly explodes. Ugh. Not kidding. Why do you know this? I looked it up on YouTube. Oh. Okay. okay. It, it, pretty much what it is is you create all this pressure in this little tube for okay. the fly. And when you pull the plunger, mm-hmm. it rapidly decreases back to one atmosphere. I'm
0: guessing this has something to do with the story. Oh, yes, it does. Oh. <laughs> I don't okay. like the sound of this.
1: <clears throat> oh, just wait till I show you the picture. I'm mm. you the picture, okay? Yummy. Yeah, uh, okay, so one of the tenders, 32-year-old William Crammon of Great Britain, and all four of the divers were killed instantly. God damn. The other tender, Sanders, was severely injured. Just prior to the event, decompression chambers one and two, along with a third chamber, which was not in the use at the time, were connected via a trunk to diving to a diving bell. So the diving bell, what it is, is pretty much it's like a little thing that they go into, mm-hmm. and it goes down to pretty much like the ocean floor where they're drilling oil. Okay. Okay. So they're while they're under there, they're under so much pressure mm. that when they come up, divers when they come up, they have to decompress. So oh, it nice. usually takes them a couple of days to completely decompress from all that pressure that was down there. Your wife is really mad. <laughs>
0: okay, she's texting me. <laughs> no, she's just telling me check the pets and crap when I get home and whatnot.
1: Make sure they didn't shit on the floor, <laughs> Shaggy. That's all you're
0: good for. <laughs> God
1: damn it. Uh, okay, so the connection made by the trunk was kept sealed by a clamp operated by Cramman and Sanders, who were experienced divers. Coward and Lucas were resting. What was his name? Coward. C O W A R D. Coward. Oh, Coward. Mm-hmm. And Lucas was resting in chamber two at a pressure of nine atmosphere. Okay. The diving bell with Bergenson and Helovick had just been winched up after a dive and joined to the trunk. Leaving their wet equipment in the trunk, the two divers climbed through the trunk into chamber one. Now, all these people died instantly. like That's crazy. Like, dude. it was... Like, except for the guy that was severely injured. They, Did they I'm, just, like,
0: fucking explode? Like, like literally?
1: I think what it was is that it was equivalent. It was equivalent to like pushing air through your artery, mm-hmm. and once it gets to your heart, you just die.
0: Oh, so it wasn't like they just exploded and Hollywood guy, guts everywhere. I'm gonna
1: let it now. Spoiler alert: One guy did explode. Shut the fuck up. I I
0: saw the pictures of his remains. So what's the difference between these these guys? Is it just physical makeup that made one? Or was one of them closer? I think one of them... I think from and I, it'll probably explain it here. Right. I think one
1: of them was closer, but everybody except for the guy that was that was injured died instantly. That's like it was it was nuts. like like as soon as the malfunction malfunction happened, as soon as the pressure happened, died. yeah, they were all Dunn dead. Skis. Okay, that sucks. so. uh... Coward and Lucas were were resting in chamber two at a pressure of nine atmospheres. The diving bell with Burgess and the Havoc had just been winched up after it died and joined to the trunk, leaving their wet equipment... I already read all this. (laughs) The normal procedure would have been close the diving bell door, which would have been open to the trunk. Okay. Okay. Slightly increase the pressure in the diving bell to seal the bell door tightly. Okay. Close the chamber one door, which was also open to the trunk. Slowly depressurize the trunk until they reach a pressure of one atmosphere.
0: So they've got to slowly, over time, change the pressure. From yeah, where they, were they got to take
1: it from this heavy pressure that is on the surface of the ocean floor, right? And and bring it back to where we're at. You right. and me are at currently. You know. Okay, it makes sense. I get uh, it. And then step five is open the clamp to separate the diving bell from the chamber system. Now hmm. something went happen wrong here. <laughs> <sighs>
0: See, because originally when you were telling me this, you were like, "Yeah, and someone opened it too soon." But you're—it sounds like now, oh, no, basically, you're saying this there is, was an actual technical malfunction. It wasn't just like somebody was like, "No, wait, 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 wait." Um, I haven't got no, that. There is a
1: do-to-do. The first wow. two steps had been completed when, for an unknown reason, Craman <laughs> opened the clamp that was keeping the trunk sealed before diver four, Helvick. Could close I it gotta get the out it, man. So what? What I think it was, there was a he mis- like
0: confined spaces.
1: There was a there was a miscommunication. Yeah. I, from this is just my personal opinion. I think there was a miscommunication. The diver that was had come into the trunk had said, "I already closed the diving bell." Right. And this or this guy said, "I haven't closed it." Or this guy that was supposed to detach the diving bell from the trunk, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't understand what had happened, and he detached it before. So what happened was instead of it being sealed and then detaching, mm-hmm. it was just detached. Right. So all the pressure fucking rushed out.
0: Oh god. So they went from deep underwater pressure to, surface to pressure. suddenly surface pressure without properly depressurizing.
1: Well, yeah, without decompressing. de-compressing.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Shit. Um that's probably not a good thing. I'm guessing.
1: Uh the result this resulted in the explosive decompression of the unsealed chamber system. Mm. All uh, Air rushed out of the chamber system with tremendous force, jamming the interior trunk door and pushing the bell away, striking the two, striking the two tenders. Those are the two guys that are helping the divers get back in. Cramman right. uh, was killed while Sanders was severely injured these were guys outside yeah these are the these are the tenders these, these are the surface guys these are the guys that were helping as the divers came back oh, in shit so, so one of them died too just because so there's probably whole, getting hit by something there's a whole procedure right. going on oh no like yeah. i said as soon as that that chamber di- or that uh that diving bell disconnected mm-hmm. all everyone mm-hmm. started to die like yeah. like happened, that you know right. it yeah. happened quickly Medical oh. findings this is a new category. Okay. medical findings. Medical investigations were carried out on the remainder the remains of four divers and one of the tenders. The most notable finding was the presence of large amounts of fat in large arteries and veins in the cardiac chambers as well as the intervascular fat and in organs, especially the liver. This fat was unlikely to the embolic, but most have but most must have precipitated from the blood in SIDU? I don't know what the fuck that means. Hmm. So pretty much what happened was the autopsy suggests Hi. Hi everyone. The autopsy suggests that rapid bubble formation in the blood denurtured the lipoprotein complexes rendering the lip, lipids insoluble. I don't know what that means either. It sounds really bad. I heard
0: words yeah, coming out of I s- mouth. But... I said words
1: and I didn't know what they meant. Uh-uh. The blood of the three divers left intact. Insi- now, note that. The, the they were blood, turned inside out. The blood of the three divers left intact. Mm-hmm. Inside the chambers likely boiled instantly. boiling, Stopping their circulation. Shut the fuck the up. The fourth diver was dismembered
0: and wait, 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 wait! What would cause their boil? Their bleh, their boil to blood? What would cause I, 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 don't know. So just pressurizing. Let's check. Let's check. Let's That's check.
1: That's nuts, uh, man. Let's see. Let's, see. let's click this thing. <coughs> uh, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't take me anymore. That is nuts, man. So I think four divers in the Okay, so I, I clicked on the little number next mm-hmm. to why this happened, mm-hmm. and it gave me an article. Four divers in a compression chamber system were suddenly decompressed from nine atmospheres to one atmosphere. One of the divers was about to close the door between the chamber system and the trunk when the accident happened. He was shot out through the door and severely mutilated. Mm-hmm. So this guy got sucked out of the door. That's mm-hmm. why he, the only reason why he survived the three others died on the spot. The autopsy results are described that the most conspicuous finding was large amounts of fat in the large arteries and veins in the cardiac chambers, as well as intervascular fat in the organs, especially the liver. The fat can hardly have been embolic, but must have dropped out of the blood. It is suggested that the boiling of the blood denatured the complexes mm-hmm. so I think what happened was the fat dropped out of the blood so fast that it boiled it because your fat it's like energy Jesus. pretty much it boiled the blood and killed them instantly yeah so like imagine being in an oven mm-hmm. and it's your body <laughs> yeah I Th- just said that it turned
0: their bodies into ovens yes basically.
1: I said that and it sounded smart
0: Wow, is it wrong that I'm hungry right now?
1: I kind of want a
0: craving for bacon, dude. Want like a burger, lots of fat and cheese. And...
1: Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. okay, cool. That's Shaggy once yeah. <laughs> <clears> that. The, the the blood of the three divers intact inside the chamber likely boiled instantly, stopping their circulation. So I guess when the, it heated up, the heart stopped. Yeah. And and that was it. They were just, just boiling, boiling alive, baskeys. or they were boiled instantly. So it was like a crab getting thrown in the pot. Mm, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? The fourth diver. Damn. Okay, so the fourth diver was dismembered and mutilated by the blast, forcing him out through the partially blocked doorway. He was shot out like a bullet, and would have died instantly. So this guy exploded. I'm telling you, I saw the pictures of this guy's body that they got together. Oh, so the guy that got out didn't survive. So, so no, no, no. So what happened was the guy that, that disconnected the chamber mm-hmm. got shot out. The guy that was close to Diver 4 who had just got out of the, the bell mm-hmm. and he was walking in, he was already in the chamber when, the, when they disconnected the bell right. and he dismembered. He was the one that exploded.
0: Ooh.
1: So you had the two divers in the chamber yeah. that, that had their blood. The three guys in the chamber that had their blood. So out here? What you had two divers <laughs> in the tender that had their blood, blood, blood boiled instantly and it killed them. You had the guy that got shot out of the chamber. And then you had the guy that was walking into the chamber that right. got exploded. Ooh. Uh God damn it. Coward Lucas and Burgenson were exposed to the effects of explosive decompression and died in the position indicated by the diagram. There's a diagram here that shows where they were. Mm -hmm. Investigations by forensic pathologists determined that Helovick, being exposed to the highest pressure gradient and in the process of moving to secure the inner door, was forced through the crescent-shaped opening measuring 60 centimeters or 24 inches long, what created the by the jam interior trunk door.
0: He was turning the jam.
1: Yeah, with the escaping air and pressure, it included by a section of his thoracic abdominal cav- cavity. Mm.
0: This is with- like being on a plane when a hole happens and, and the pressure is so great that it sucks your body through a tiny opening. Yes. You basically turned into toothpaste. Yes,
1: with the escaping this- air and pressure... It included bisection of his his cavities, which resulted in expulsion of all his internal organs, of his chest and abdomen, except the trachea and sections of small intestine, which are very visible in the picture. Uh, And the thoracic spine. Yeah, a part of his spine was found, too. These were projects projected some distance one section being found 10 meters vertically above the exterior pressure door God damn. this dude was blown into chunks yeah literally the committee investigating the accident concluded that it was caused by human error on the part of the diver tender who opened the clamp the trunk door had a center hinge design similar to a butterfly valve disc the door was rotated too far to the left causing the rim of the interior hatch to lodge on the door opening this left a crescent shaped opening similar to a manhole cover left ajar by held but held in place this it pretty much is going that they're saying that that it was not put in correctly right and then when they tried to close everything off like they were supposed to mm-hmm. it caused a decompression oh fuck which was a lie what? Yes. Bum, 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 At the time, the only communication the tenders on the outside of the chamber system had was through a bullhorn attached to the wall surface. With heavy noise from the rig and sea, it was hard to listen in on what was going on. Fatigue from many hard hours of work also took its toll among the divers, who often worked 16-hour shifts.
0: Fuck that.
1: So they, they were blaming everything on...
0: Human uh, error.
1: Human error. But, in 2008, the North Sea Divers Alliance, formed by an early North Sea Divers and the relatives of those killed, continued to press further investigations, and in February 2008, obtained a report that indicated the real cause was faulty equipment. Wow. Claire Lucas, daughter of Royal Lucas, said, I would go so far as to say that the Norwegian government government murdered my father because they knew they were diving with an unsafe decompression chamber. The families of the divers eventually received compensation for the damages from the Norwegian government 26 years after the incident. That's fucked up. Man. Now let me show you a picture, oh god, of this guy's body. Oh god, cuz it's
0: oh, it's I see this shit.
1: Disgusting. <laughs> like
0: Is it this bad?
1: Uh, hold on. I gotta. Oh, you know what? I have to go to YouTube to find it. What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. It's 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 bad.
0: Bruh.
1: Yeah, it's worse than that. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Every snap real time. Oh, my son has been searching shit. (laughs) <laughs> Look, you can see in my searching history it says exploding flies with pressure. Nice. Yeah, I did that. Dolphin. <laughs> bell. Incident. Here we go. Uh, I'm not going to watch the entire video, but I am going to skip to the part where you see this guy's
0: fucking body. Oh, joy.
1: I can't wait. Okay. Okay.
0: Is that Doc? You ready? No. <laughs> Shut up. I swear to God. What the fuck? Multiple sources claim these are the remains of whatever the fuck his name is. God damn, dude. Yeah, I see a, what looks like maybe a hand.
1: Yeah, I see a hand. Uh, what looks like a, l- a left leg...
0: It basically looks like meatloaf and there's a hand. (laughs) Yeah. Are you sure this is real? Yeah. Dude, here.
1: Take take it. Take it. Oh, oh, fuck.
0: All right, you're going to need to send me this so I can post this on our Instagram when this episode airs so people can see exactly what the fuck I'm looking at. Because... Wow. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? Now that's all they could find of him? Well most of it was blown out into the ocean. Yeah, okay. Well yeah.
1: This it is, is what, what was scattered what, what, inside the
0: chamber. Right. This is what was inside the chamber. Everything else was shark bait. Ooh, ha, ha. They
1: they <laughs> said, and I quote Not cool man that um when when they were oh fucking bitch. When they were <laughs> um trying to get witnesses mm-hmm. to the to the, what happened yeah. That everyone that had witnessed it, or that anybody that was there that day, mm-hmm. was so traumatized from it they wouldn't talk about it. I can believe that.
0: Like it was, it was that bad. Wow, that's gross, dude.
1: <laughs> i told you, I told you, I have pictures of this guy's body, what's left of it.
0: Nasty.
1: So, any more questions? I don't care. Thirty um, minutes.
0: Okay, so I want to know more about what did they actually do as far as you know because they were trying to blame it on on good old human error which is what a lot of these well that's big the cons- corporations try to conspiracy. do the conspiracy yeah so the conspiracy here on conspiracy analysis would be that it was faulty equipment well, rather what it than was is that their equipment a combo their equipment didn't have fail safes put in right okay and it was it was old equipment right that so they didn't, old equipment. they never updated so was it some numb nuts that opened the door too soon that caused the problems or was it faulty equipment? now let's say this it
1: might have been hand in hand
0: like like a combo now right.
1: let's say this guy did the best he could mm-hmm. with the equipment that he had right and when there was no probably no system that said this chamber or this bell, diving bell, is right. is centered correctly.
0: Yeah. Okay?
1: That's... Would they have known that? That's what I'm saying.
0: Because if I'm at work and I have the only forklift available, only has three wheels, and I drive it and it's a horrible wreck and me and a bunch of the people are killed, I'm stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because don't drive a forklift with three fucking wheels. But
1: see, here's the thing. The company I used to work for, not the last one, but the one before. Yeah. There was a guy okay, we that company we made plastic bottles. Okay. Okay, for oil, you know, kind of antifreeze right. all this shit. Okay. When when maintenance would come and work on a line, we had two guys get fired because one guy would close the safety doors Right. and stand on the inside where he's not supposed to stand. <laughs> And tell the guy on the other side to turn the machine on so I can see it run. What the fuck? Okay. Okay. They're both fired. Yeah. For it. One guy said, I didn't know he was in the fucking machine. He just told me to turn it on. Still got fired. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. If I don't think it comes down to he knew that it was fucked up. I think everyone was conscious that this diving bell was attached correctly. And that he closed that door. He pretty. I'm. I'm pretty sure that guy closed the door to that diving bell that day. Yeah. That nobody knew that there's a 24 inch, a two foot inch gap. Two foot inch gap. Attached to that diving bell, and it's probably 24 inches all the way around. It could have been 24 this. Four
0: inches all
1: around. It could have been okay. this much all the way around. That nobody could see it was so thin yeah. nobody could see it and when he said it's all good you can detach the diving bow now the guy detaches it and oh shit we're decompressing we and everyone were we were dead. all dead Wow. but if the company would installed would have installed the fail safe to make sure that that was what the case was right. that this was correctly
0: attached then so odds are Somebody had pointed this out to him, but because of corporate greed bullshit, because they, they didn't want to pay the family, didn't want to pay. Well, they didn't want to pay to get the shit fixed, so they just let it ride. And then once oopsie happened, yeah. Then they were like, "Well, we got to cover this bullshit up." Exactly. Yeah. That that happened. And that so shit many happened times,
1: so dude. fucking much. Oh yeah. I, I knew Kids a guy I knew a guy that, shit, that lost his fingers
0: mm-hmm.
1: got them chopped off on a machine that I used to work every day God damn. Uh, we I, I've sure I've told this story on the podcast before okay. we I used to work for a company in California that would make plastic sheets that would go get sent off to a company that would get thermoformed mm-hmm. which these plastic sheets had an acrylic sheet that was cut that would be rolled into it Okay. and they would get pressed into jacuzzis
0: Oh, Pretty cool. All right.
1: Big thick ass sheets. I mean, they're talking. We're talking about three of these tables we're working on, mm-hmm. and they're a, a lot wider. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's a real cool process. Hell yeah. But since the sheets were so thick, the shear couldn't cut them. We used to have a, a, a pneumatic shear on each line. And mm-hmm. just go, mm-hmm. and it would cut it to the size you want it.
0: Okay.
1: You know, all the way down. Right these these had to be cut with a saw. So the machine that we had, it would, the the, the saw we had, it would move with the sheet. Okay. Because, I mean, it's this big, long sheet that's being extruded out. Right. Okay? So what happened was, in between, like, color changes, or we're changing the, the, the acrylic sheet on top, we would clean the line. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get all kinds of dirt and crap in there. Mm-hmm. This dumbass decided, instead of, Blowing the chunks of plastic that were stuck in the saw out, he was going to reach in and grab it real quick. Oh, no. And what it was on each side, there was these metal, like, little, like, rods that would hold the plastic sheet in place so it didn't slip. Yeah. Well, the saw is coming. Why he didn't hit the emergency stop, because on each side of this saw, there's these emergency stops. Mm-hmm. And it's a cord. You pull the cord, the machine stops. Yeah. Cuts off. Both sides. Every way. Before we start the lineup, we had to make sure the E stops worked. Right. Every time. Didn't matter. You're doing color change, anything. You mm-hmm. had to make sure the E stops worked. Why he didn't pull the E stop, I don't know. But he heard the saw coming and it chopped off his fingers just like this. Ooh, right off. Three of his fingers. Damn. The company never covered it up. And then they, he sued and said that they were using old equipment, which they were. Every line was fucking old. Yeah. But even though, and this doesn't make sense because he won the case that he lost his fucking fingers due to old equipment... Even though everything was set up there, right? the, the company that I worked yes, for... Yes, it was still, old
0: equipment, when it worked
1: fine. He just did He just did stupid. stupid. Yeah. He still got screwed out. The company still got screwed over. They still had to pay. Wow. Okay? So it kind of works both ways. I instead. understand both ways why you yeah. would cover it up and why you would just come out and say it. Mm-hmm. You were going to pay either way. Yeah. You know, in the long run. They just took it in the long run mm-hmm. and waited it out until somebody investigated it. And if they Boy. got luck, they took the gamble. If they got lucky and nobody investigated, they didn't pay. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: So, do you think in this particular case, was there a conspiracy in to the cover 80th, up
1: in nineteen
0: eighty three? Hell yeah, hell yeah, it was yeah. a fucking cover up. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about a company
1: that's in a different country.
0: Did the family get taken care of though of these people that died, or were they when
1: they died? Probably not. So they, just they probably got, got taken care of with. Life insurance and the stuff something the like company. that, yeah. But when they found out that the company was not doing what they were supposed to to keep their equipment up to date, mm-hmm. that's when they sued and said, "My dad or whoever should be still alive, right?"
0: Because you guys fucked up. Well, do you think the company after this is there any indication that they updated their equipment or I, they keep using the same I'm old bullshit? Sure
1: after the incident, they update their
0: equipment. Yeah, You would would hope so. That's
1: usually how it goes. When something bad happens, they update the equipment. Yeah. Because I know, at least here in the States...
0: Did we just get some coins?
1: (laughs) I got an alert. Uh, I I know here in the States, uh, as soon as an incident like that happens, OSHA is up your ass. Oh, yeah. To make sure your shit is up to to Mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. Someone got fired at one of my old jobs... He just got fired because it was a piece of shit. And he called. He just called OSHA and said, "We're not using proper hearing equipment." They were, were not in using proper PPE. They were in two days later up, to man. test to make sure we were doing it correctly. Damn.
0: Ah, that's funny, dude. Well, that was disgusting. Thanks yeah. for sharing. I'll so, uh, <laughs> send you.
1: I'll send you the pictures. Yeah. Send
0: that pictures. I'm gonna. Whenever this episode I'll post it. That guy is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, didn't I didn't have a head, so. yeah, there or was no a head right leg,
1: or anything like yeah. that.
0: Nasty. It was gross. That's a horrible story, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I told a you. It was fucked episode.
1: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry. I had COVID. Okay, fuck it. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been Conspiracy Analysis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the beer is worn off. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now. I got water and coffee in so uh all right thanks for listening bye guys backwoods packages little tabletops gone off that shit my eyes lower than your stable stock i get stoned and i'm dope i made a rock you feeling stagnant when that boat tips i made it rock i used to play sega saturn and shit and now i smoke a lot of weed and it ain't mattered a bit